Welcome to the Wee Warriors podcast, the Japanese-inspired podcast brought to you by the Fish Steaks crew. If you hear something that you'd like to see from this episode, we have the video version on our YouTube channel, Fish Steaks. Thanks for listening. Yeah, welcome back to the Wee Warriors podcast. It's the sixth episode. I want to say it's the sixth. I really yeah. should keep track of this more. Um, Probably. We're back. Things to do, and it is slightly late, but that's because we had shit going on. Don't judge us. Um, or it's gonna be. Us. I don't mind. I mean, yeah, it's ju- if you want to judge us, go for it. I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Um, we're gonna do the things to do in, and this time it's gonna be Akihabara, like we said last time. So, luckily for your faces, this is the day you'll hear about the legend of white glasses. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Um. I'm excited to hear this. I don't remember. You don't remember the legend of white glasses? Oh my god. Alright, well, do we want to go into anything first? I think we're going to do a slightly different format. We're going to go through, because everything's pretty much in the same area, so we're going to go through all the things to do in and then do the food and drink afterwards, because they're all pretty much in the same area and there's a list of loads. So, Well, I feel like Akihabara, for those that don't know, is known as like the anime otaku culture hotspot of Tokyo so a good place to start I guess will be with all that kind of thing so I don't know if one of you wants to mm-hmm. kick it off with that and I'll fill in any gaps sure um, I'll start off with um, possibly the the thing I've heard most about from this place anyway there is a, a huge manga shop called uh, Mandarake which does like I think it's just a huge like skyscraper building with a bunch of different floors and different manga in it. It's like one of the most popular ones I've ever heard of from Makiabra anyway. I think there's loads yeah, of that's, that's a big one. Yeah, it's so... it's massive and it has like it has like all sorts of manga, like really old stuff all the way up to like current stuff and like pre owned things and stuff like that. It's the kind of place where like if you're a collector and you're looking for like rare stuff or like lesser seen kind of things. Um, that's mm. the place to go. The, Special the, editions and things like that as well. The floor yeah, for that... manga is it's like a library for manga. It's crazy. I read that because yeah. it is secondhand items, you're likely to find like rare stuff there as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Mm. Speaking of rare stuff, there's also because it's not just manga in there. They do sell like um, collectibles and cards mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's a Pokemon card shop in there that just sells bulk. Um, pre-owned cards so like you don't know what you're getting but it's super cheap and you could be getting like an absolute bargain so if you're like a collector of pokemon cards like go there and just pick up like literally thousands of cards for cheap and then you might get like a crazy deal out of it you don't know might get that elusive hollow charizard yeah Yeah, i think that's that's the main thing with that is that they don't i believe from what i've heard they don't just like specifically throw in shit cards like it's just a random collection of cards so you, you're getting a good deal yeah you could genuinely just spend like pennies and get like a really good card from it so if you are a card collector it's worth checking out yep for sure mm-hmm. same with the figures as well like um if you're looking for like old figures it's all like pre-owned stuff in there but obviously like if you're looking for the old stuff or hard to find stuff that's the only way you're gonna get it but mm. Definitely, if you're a collector, that's the place to go and check out. Like things Agreed. that don't sell anymore. Like yeah, yeah, things that don't sell, and also things that you know the stuff that comes out in um the arcade machines. Oh when yeah. When they're gone, because that stuff's seasonal. Once that's out the machine, it's like, where do I get it? Well, you'll get it there. Yeah. 
So yeah, if you're either a comic fan, manga fan, but pretty much just an anime fan in general, because it's pretty much everything there, um, check that out. It's possibly the largest shop that I've heard of from that area. Yeah, there's two as well. Um, I can't remember where the second one is, but obviously one's in Akihabara. And we'll cover the other one, I'm sure, when we get to that place. But yeah, if you Google it, there are two. So if you can't find what you're looking for in Akihabara, go check it one. That Mandarake as well. It's often called the largest anime manga store in the world as well. Yeah, that's, well, that's, totally yeah, that's why I thought to put it on the list because it's the largest I've ever heard of. Like, loads of people go on about it over there. They love it. In the world, though. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. I, I would hope <laughs> the largest anime manga store in the world is in Tokyo, though. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it was in, like, it's America. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere just really, like, just random. <clears throat> it's in Manchester. <laughs> Um, so yeah check out that speaking of card shops uh, and figure shops to be fair the whole sh- there's a whole street littered with these shops in Akihabara um, mm-hmm. one particular mention we saw which uh, this is specifically card shop was uh, Card Kingdom it was this tiny little shop where I believe it had more floors from what what we didn't see um, but even the the ground floor had like all old Yu-Gi-Oh card packs like the original starter decks for people and um, individual cards so they had like the individual god cards and they had some like Pokemon cards there as well I think they were the rare ones like they basically the bottom floor is like the, sh- the showcase it's like this is what you can get here so they, they throw all the good cards on there and the good packs on there and I think you can walk up and pretty much just pick whatever you want yeah I should have prepared better for this because I actually have all the Egyptian god cards that I bought in that <laughs> shop from like a previous year I could have showed that's annoying uh-huh. um, but yeah it's literally like they just have glass boxes with full of cards and then um, you get a piece of paper each card's got a number on it you write the number of the card that you want and take that the till and then they get like a key and they come out and open it yeah. take your cards out and you buy them um, and again that's all pre-owned stuff so they're cards that people have sold to them and then you're buying them so you can't get an exchange on that or like a refund like they'll give you a little slip before you buy it and be like just so you know when you buy this it's yours you can't give it back kind of thing so just be sure of Mm. you're getting the the right right one so with Yu-Gi-Oh cards there's so many different reprints and editions like yeah make sure you're getting the one you actually want because you can't give it back or get a refund or whatever yeah the most common thing to check i don't know if pokemon has this sort of indicator somewhere is the um this they have like a i don't know what it's actually called i think it's a serial number and it shows yeah. what pack it's from I, I think it's just under the picture on the right hand side on Yu-Gi-Oh cards i don't know if pokemon have it anywhere uh, yeah it's on pokemon that, it's a symbol yeah but it's go- also you, in the bottom right if you google it it shows you what pack it's from so that's yep. a little hint for you there but if you're watching this you probably already know that anyway but you know better safe than sorry unless you're going you know unless someone's asked you to pick them something up and you have no idea yeah that's true yeah that's true yeah um figure shops uh ooh I might be a little cheeky boy and get an example here do it be right back James take the floor a second if you're listening on Spotify sorry (laughs) wait what's happening on Spotify yeah, if you're a Spotify, so if you're listening listener, on Spotify, I'm sorry, sorry. going to see this. Oh yeah, forgot we're meant to be audio friendly. <laughs> forgot, about I forgot about that. As yeah, well. but but you know, if you want to see what I've got on my hand, it's incentive you know, to check, check us out on YouTube. YouTube. Out. It is a uh, Super Saiyan Rose Goku Black figure, which I got from a shop called Akiba Zone. 
uh, it is a huge like mega store full of uh, anime figures. There's tons, bloody tons of them. There's like floor after floor after floor. I think it's a bunch of individual shops just yep. renting yeah. space basically. Um, so it's it's worth checking every floor because mm. you'll get like bargains on some floors. I believe James, you saw you got a Kometsu no Yaiba series, and there was. It was in every other shop, but there was one which, in particular, which was cheaper or cheapest. Yeah. yeah so if you see a figure, like yeah. check the other stores before you go buy yeah. that one. Well, I I got this for the equivalent of seven pound. That's, That's mad. So good. And that in like Bargain. a UK shop, like Forbidden Planet or Worlds Apart, would probably be like twenty quid. Yeah, yeah at least probably like twenty-five. Yeah. Um. That was bargain. Yeah. By the way, that whole thing about checking prices. Um, that's just a general tip for Akihabara. Like the way I like to do it. Like I'm a I'm a huge collector. Um, I don't know if that's on camera. You can see some on the shelf up there. But um, yeah, for Spotify again. Sorry guys. Like yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's a hobby of mine to collect figures. I would say. And like for me, the way I like to do Akihabara is go early in the morning, and then spend all day there. Go basically, there's like one main strip, and it's littered with card shops and figure shops on both sides all the way up and down i like to go around the whole thing if i see anything i'm interested in yeah i take a photo of it so i've got the price underneath Mm -hmm. it and then sort of about mid-afternoon you'll be done you can get some lunch consult your photos pick out the cheapest Mm -hmm. version of whatever it is you want and then go back around and buy them that's why you remember which shop is in which photo yeah you might have to make notes (laughs) if you you know You're a bit of a dum dum. <laughs> <But, yeah. laughs> Great. We've just insulted yeah. like our audience. Also, there. if you if you are a huge collector, um, some of the things to look out for. Uh, where's my list? So, uh, SH Figure Arts and Figure Arts Zero by Tamashi Nations, both premium lines of figures. Um, Tamashi Nations have a shop in Akihabara, their own shop. So if you're looking for like some of that stuff, you'll find it there. It's it's gonna be like you won't get a deal on it because it's their shop so it's like rrp prices and they're expensive anyway but if you're looking for like the harder to find tamashi nation stuff then go and check that place out um there's also um a koto bukia shop um they do the bishojo lines for like marvel and stuff and also the artifacts statues for like every anime that i've heard of um, again, it's a premium line of figures are expensive, but if that's what you're looking for, there's a shop there in Akihabara as well. Um, and also the Banpresto Crane King figures, which are the figures you find in arcade machines. Pretty much every shop in Akihabara will sell some of them. So like, go around check them out. But it's like they they also sell the current seasons ones so if like if you're staying in tokyo or whatever and you've gone to some arcades and you've seen some figures in a machine and you want it but you're struggling to win it or you're like i don't want to spend my money on it i'm not going to get it go to akihabara first see if you can find the figure because you yeah. more than likely will i think and it'll probably be cheaper to buy one, it already. i think this one is a crane king and yeah. i got it for seven quid so off yeah. the equivalent mm-hmm. of seven quid you're so. more than likely going to spend more than seven quid trying to win it so yeah yeah uh, yeah, and there's tons of them as well. As James just mentioned a few there, there's also, I think, one called Soft Map Amusement, which looks like a really... It's not even just... I think that one in itself is like a legit shop. I think it sells like mostly Gundam, but I think they do other stuff as well. But <clears throat> the, the design and the theme of the shop looks really cool. So it's cool to even just check that place out because I think they have like life-size... Well, not life-size, but you know, 
human scale Gundam models. If you're into um the little capsule, I mean it's it's a very Japanese thing, so you might not be if you're not from Japan, but um little capsule toys you get out of the machines, little twisty uh, ones. Yeah, there's there's literally there's at least one shop I remember. There's tons of them out on the street. They're just lying on the streets. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a shop that is just full of them in Akihabara as well. So if you're into collecting them, they're obviously super cheap. Go in, throw a bunch of money in the machines, get a bunch they're of capsules. They're cool little souvenirs as well. Like it's, yeah, yeah, they're really cool too. Really I've got a bunch hanging on my bed frame, but yeah, again... I've got one right there. Just a room of just like uh, those little machines that go right the way down and right the way across. And you can just yep. you, you pick whichever one you want, obviously, and just put the money in. Because you'll, you'll find them dot around them streets, but there's specific ones. Like, they're not always, yep. you're not always mm. going to have the same lineup of each one. So... One and the shop, the shop that I'm thinking of, it's got um like really old ones as well. I remember I had like Power Rangers last time I was in there, and um the like Beetleborg and stuff like that, which is like super old from when I was a kid. Mm. But I guess they just keep like the vintage ones in there. They probably which, buy if you're a collector, if you're a collector, that's probably sense. a big deal. So yeah. that shop probably buys those machines off whoever makes them when they're yeah. like when they're finished with yeah. the lifeline on the streets and stuff. Which is pretty cool. Gives a use after Smart. its intended use. Mm-hmm. Recycling. It's good. Um, there's no Max Factory shop, but if you're looking for Figma series figures, all the stores pretty much sell them. Like, um, the one we've just been talking about with the like multiple floors, they have some uh, Figma stuff in there. Again, it's expensive, but just keep an eye out and look for the yeah. best deal. And again, that has card shops as well in it. There was a card shop, I think, on like the top floor. And there was, to be fair, there was even just like a generic sort of um, I don't know what you'd call it, but there was that like little shop where like Morgan got the lightsaber chopsticks. Oh yeah, just like little hidden. Yeah, like, like little, little yeah. just prop things and like little gadgets and gizmos yeah, yeah. and shit like that. It's pretty cool that little shop. That's no, not little, a huge shop. Who's it and what's its glow? <laughs> I mean, technically, the shop itself is little, but anyway. Oh, also, also worth mentioning. Um, a lot of these shops sell things that are outdated, like old stuff from the Pokemon centers. Like Pokemon Center mm-hmm. has monthly Pikachu's, and it has themed like Halloween collections and Christmas collections and stuff. If, you, if you're looking for an old one, it might be in a shop in Akihabara, like something that's outdated and is out of season. Because I remember, I remember mm-hmm. they were selling some of the older um Pikachu's from like previous months and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them actually, yeah, and some of the worth checking for that stuff. Even some of the current ones, to be fair, there was that Charizard yeah. you got uh, yeah, last year in one of the shops. Little Christmas one. I think it was yeah. the same price though. Although, yeah, a lot. There was one I'm cheaper, fairly, but it was in a different seat. I'm fairly sure that stuff is pre-owned or they've bought them and then they're reselling Sold them. Sold it straight away. Yeah. A lot, a lot of those places, like, I mean, a lot of those things, you're not going to get it once it's out of season. So that's the best bet, mm. pre-owned or not. Well, you're not going to get it for as cheap as that anyway, probably. No. No, so, eBay yeah. markups are crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, re- it's a really good place if you're into your your cards, your figures, manga, all sorts of shit. But also, Absolutely. it's good for arcades, I believe. Hell uh, yeah! Pretty much just down the road from said locations, there's a Taito arcade station and say a bunch of Sega arcades. I believe the the massive yeah. one has now closed, but because of COVID, one of, fuck you, COVID. They're all but, they're all massive, to be fair. But yeah, one of them has huge. closed. Um, and there's ton, there's literally tons. I was on Google Maps before, just trying to find mm. names of everything. I saw about fifty 
literally there's loads of them on top of each other yeah i don't know what one's closed but i know there was one that i'm a huge house of the dead fan and there was one of the sega places had a floor that had every single house of the dead in it and oh i don't know if that's the one that's closed but if it is i will be it was, absolutely it was devastated. the one with the weird like you could see the staircase on the outside yeah i don't know off the top of my head though which one had oh, the, which one had the, the house out, of yeah. dead stuff in it i'd have to go back and and just look in the see, arcades yeah. but no my look it's, it's that one <laughs> <laughs> fuck you covid anyway uh yeah so if you're into arcades uh or if you fancy rather than trying to buy the figures if you want to try and win them you can do or you can see how much it would cost you to try and win it and then make a decision based on that yeah it's honestly like i don't know i mean we got real lucky last year morgan's the only one that won anything and she won some pringles, pringles. <laughs> but um previous year to that i won two figures i only tried on one day and i won two figures i won two um one piece figures and i only spent 25 quid the equivalent of 25 quid and i got two figures out of it which is a pretty damn good deal uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if you always get that. I don't know if we've said it in a previous episode that the the machines, the arcade machines in Japan aren't like rigged. They're not like the UK ones. You can yeah, actually win possible. stuff from them. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, they work weirdly. If you go on Google the claw machines in Japan, you'll see what they're I mean. Not the but same style, yeah. The way you sort of got to try and knock it off like two bars so that it falls down. Yeah, and I got mine when I was winning them ones. I got mine in a position where it was essentially impossible. And the one of the like arcade attendants came round to me and she was like, Do you want me to move it? Like, do you want me to reset it? And I was like, uh, mm. yeah, okay. So she reset it in the middle and then she was like, Hit it here. And like she pointed at the point on the box, she was like, Get it right there. So I did and I won it. Which and was then, awesome. And then she people. asked if you wanted to use your remaining credits yep. on a different machine, which you then went and won again. Yeah, I had one more go. I had enough credits for one more go, and she was like, I'll, I can put this on another machine if you want. So I was like, sure, I'll go with this one. I had my one go and won another figure, so I end up with two figures. If you are, if you're watching this and you're that woman, shout out Legend. to you, yeah. a real G. Yeah, she's the real MVP. Yeah. So yeah, arcades, figure shops, card shops, it's got a lot really. Um, it also has. Uh, I don't know if anyone else will like. Try that again. I don't know if anyone else will have written this down, but I have because sometimes this does interest me. It's got a bunch of like electronic shops. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote it down. I wrote, I wrote it things. down, but I didn't. I, I'm not. I'm not a big techie, so. Uh, well, I it's a huge am. deal. It's um, also known as a uh, the electric district, Akihabara. Yeah. So it, yeah, the tech stuff right, is yeah. a huge deal. Um, but I'll let Jake take the floor with that. I mean, I just like looking at tech. So this is like, I mean, I I don't think we 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 like, didn't spend much time in Akihabara, unfortunately. Um, so we didn't get to check. I think any of these shops but i saw a fair few and it was just stuff from like um sort of like japan specific brands for like laptops phones mm-hmm. all sorts of like little gizmos and gadgets you can get individual parts i've seen on videos you can get like certain parts for mobiles and there's this one guy on youtube who kind of like he builds his own iphone but he does it in china but it's essentially the same thing you can do it here as well um, you can just buy all the individual parts and sort of like put it together yourself. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, if you like tech and you like building electronics, you can, you know, go wild essentially. Pretty cool. It's like bargain mm. prices as well. Like yeah, it's like in most it's not of like, stores. There, there is obviously the the high end ones as well. Like there was a mm. an esports lounge we saw there on the way, um, which has like just the main brands like MSI and Video and stuff like that. But there is also like 
I think there's one called uh, Onaden, and uh, Radio Hut. I think was another one. Um, mm. but it was pre- it's pretty cool. I I'm interested in that kind of thing. I'd love to have seen it, but I wouldn't know where I'm looking at because it's all Japan specific brands. Mm. Next time. Up on it. Yeah, next time. Hopefully, not this year. Mm. F, but hopefully next year. Yeah, Akihabara is my favorite place in in Tokyo. I love it. So. Well, if it's your favorite place in Tokyo, it's your favorite place in the world. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a fact. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, does anyone else have anything sort of on that same wavelength? I've got more, but it's slightly different. Uh, one of the things that I just didn't mention when we were talking about the figures and that and the anime collectibles and stuff is um, there's also and these are actually they're not. There's a lot. So I was gonna say they're hard to come by, but actually there is a lot of them. Um, cosplay shops although it mostly co- caters to females it's mostly female costumes in there which i guess you know if you're a female happy days um but yeah great. they have cosplay shops which are literally full of ready-made costumes you can just buy off the shelf but they're good they're not like shitty fancy dress costumes it you'd find extreme. in this and, country um, props and, wigs and wigs as well. yeah mm. props and wigs the wigs is the big one for me because they're already styled and yeah. you can just buy it off the mm. shelf it's styled to certain characters from different anime it'll literally like have yeah. the picture of the character and their name so you can go in looking for a certain character and just come out with their it wig already styled so ready nice. to go yeah. I remember sick. it wasn't in Akabra but it was a similar shop we saw um, there was they had like they have box ones as well if you have if you just want a wig and you want to style it yourself you can do that yep. but if you're looking after if you're looking for a specific character like I know we saw Roxas's hair which is like to try and style that must be mental but they had that like oh, on yeah. a mannequin head already ready ready to go straight away you just buy it and walk out with it so yeah it's pretty yeah. it's pretty cool that they style it for you as well interesting interesting stuff that and no, also um just clothing stores in general but anime clothing stores mm. so like you can get like i don't know shonen themed t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that like naruto ones and whatever you want um i got some hatsune miku t-shirts one year uh, a bunch of like attack on titan stuff so yeah it's quite basically if you're an otaku then get yourself Akihabara to Akihabara. The place for you yeah. go <laughs> you're gonna have a great little time i'm assuming you are an otaku because you're watching this part po- or listening to this podcast oh yeah so to go in with the otaku thing i looked up and there's actually an anime and gaming adventure tour by a company called magical trip and it takes half a day and they take you to all like hidden otaku spots oh yeah and make cafes before, and stuff yeah it's it looks really good but they're always having like discounts and stuff so it's worth keeping an eye out for that if you do go yeah that sounds like anything you'd be interested in mm-hmm. again we should probably clarify this in every episode you know do your own research we can only tell you as much as yeah like the date we film it but yeah that sounds like something you'd be interested in and it does take half a day as well so like you could spend half a day doing that and then for the rest of the day if you like yeah. somewhere on the tour go back to it and look yeah. around yourself Sweet. So, I feel like that's already covered a whole segment of interests for people. Like, you've got electronics, you've got cards, you've got figures, you've got arcades. Just in this one little road as well. This is all in like a little mm-hmm. confined space. There is obviously yeah, more yeah. on the outskirts, on the outskirts, but there's like the main section is all combined in the middle. Yeah, it's like one main strip, but it's worth mentioning when you're going down that there'll be like little alleys going off 
there's also shops down them alleys as well and yeah. they're 100% worth checking out like I missed yeah. the first year I ever went I missed so many stores because we just mm. didn't go down those alleys like a lot of the clothing stores and stuff like that because they're not as popular as the figure stores they're not on the main strip but they are down those little alleys so like definitely go and check them out if you're looking for the capsules or the clothes and stuff like that they're in those little alleyways yeah. that card kingdom was on no, it was down an alley um and it's not even like it's like a rough alley either no it just looks like it's like the back end a, of the yeah, shop it just looks so like, like you shouldn't small, be there but yeah. it, they're actually shops yeah. so go and check them out don't be afraid people won't tell you no anyway people are too nice yep. even if you do go somewhere mm. prohibited people will just be like mm, I'm not gonna tell them <laughs> I mean you'll get away with it <laughs> it's true I'm not saying we were on the wrong train but like we got away with it <laughs> Uh, we'll have to mention these, that story these, these when we do that. Tourists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to mention that story when we come to do wherever that city was. I can't remember what yep. city it was, no. It was um, on our way to. Uh, yeah, maybe Kyoto. in the maybe in the in the Pokemon episode, we can mention that. Anyway, so I'm gonna slightly change the theme of it a little bit. If you're not really bothered by all that type of palaver there is still stuff to do there there's two huge and beautiful ass shrines there's a uh, yeah beautiful ass shrines shrines two asses no uh, there's the kanda myojin shrine and the tokyo daijingu shrine daijingu. hopefully i've pronounced daijingu. them correctly daijingu. they look gorgeous um, as well yeah they look especially the kanda myojin it's got like a sakura tree in there so if you go jorans um <laughs> Blossom season <sighs> pictures sick. It looks April. amazing. Absolutely. First two weeks of April. If you're wondering mm. when cherry blossom season is, mm. it looks incredible. It's like a proper authentic, um, exactly what you'd imagine shrine. Like, and I know Jake just said, if you're not interested in the anime stuff, there's also these shrines. But if you are interested in the anime stuff, the Kanda Myojin shrine has been in a bunch of anime. It's pretty. Like, it's it, it's like a an anime. It's like an otaku hotspot for like, mm. if you're an anime nerd and you go into Japan, you want to go and get your photo taken at that shrine. Yeah, I think it's because um, it is so like just, um, it's like exactly what you'd expect a shrine to look like from Japan. Mm. So it's probably used a lot because of how it looks. Uh, obviously the Tokyo Daijingu Shrine as well is isn't is looks nice, but this the the Kandamiyojin is like a whole little area where it's got like the main dojo or shrine and then like the side uh, buildings and then it's got like the sacred tree in the middle. It just looks amazing. I remember googling it and just went going, oh, I'm so good. We didn't see that. Mm. It is slightly hey, further away from that main strip, but I tried you know, to get you to, to spend more time in Akihabara. I I was down. We just didn't have enough time. There's so much shit we have to get through. But anyway. yeah, so it is slightly further away from Akihabara, but um, still so walking a- distance. There's Akihabara's main station, right? And then there's another station called Ochanomizu Station. Um, here's my top tip for you, as someone that has spent a lot of time in Akihabara. First of all, the Kanda Myojin Shrine is closer to Ochanomizu Station than it is to Akihabara Station. It's like five minutes walk away, but. Ochanomizu station is like maybe five minutes walk the other way to the center of Akihabara. It's a much quieter station. Akihabara station is super busy. 
Ochanamizu, much quieter, easier to get through. And the walk down to Akihabara's main strip is literally like you walk under the um, the railway bridge over a little like river. So you go over a bridge and then literally on your right as you go down is that huge figure store that uh, Jake was talking about earlier. And once you get to the bottom of that road, that's it. You're in Akihabara. So in my opinion, if you're traveling to Akihabara, just get off that Ochana Music Station and walk in because it's mm-hmm. one, a nice walk, and two, it's way quieter, way less hassle getting through yeah. the people. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, it's, and, it's still not that much of a huge issue with the people there, but if you can help it, it's worth it. I mean, it's not, but for me, it's just like... Yeah, if you, if you, it's if nice. you stay on for an extra five minutes and get through with no hassle, why not? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, it's a nice walk, so mm. you get to see a little bit more of the city as well, because if you get off at Akihabara Station, you're in the mix of it straight yeah. away. Like, Mm-hmm. You'll walk the strip, turn around, go back in the station, and go on. Like at least if you get off at a channel music, you can see you can a little see bit more. See what the, the yeah mm-hmm. the actual like, um, what's the the commercial side of it more? Yep. So it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, I recommend both of those shrines, especially the Candom Ocean. Looks incredible. If you especially if you're a photographer. Um, is anyone else got anything? I've noted go karting. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't write this down because I didn't know too enough about it. But so one of the coolest things about it is you can dress up, (laughs) so you could literal Mario Kart through Akihabara, (laughs) which would be. I think it's not just Mario as well. You can do like a bunch of. Yeah, yeah. We saw saw a Goku. We saw Sonic. Um, Do you take your own costumes, or do they supply them? Do you know? Do we know? Um, I imagine they supply them. I think. Oh, I mean, they definitely supply them. I think you can't take your own, though. Oh, cool. So worth it. Mm. To see, like, the sights and stuff as well. In a go-kart, dressed as Mario. Mm. I mean... Yeah. So, <laughs> um, have you got details of that? Like, prices? No, no, just note it down, like, the... Okay, it's um, 7,000 yen for an hour, which, sadly, these days is about 50 quid. So that's quite a lot. Mm. Um, or it's 8,500 yen for two hours. So it actually works out cheaper if you do it for longer. But mm. two hours is kind of a long time to drive around. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think you can only drive around within a certain area as well. I don't think you can go yeah. too far. Although yeah. you are on the actual roads of Akihabara, like in yeah. with the traffic and stuff. So that could be Although kind of... But you've got someone is, with you, so it's not like of, you just free reign. Like... Yeah, you kind of in there. There's like, it's kind of like a bike lane before go-karts. <clears throat> yeah. Um, apparently, so it's 7,000 yen for an hour. If you require an English driver, if you have already, if you've got driving experience in Japan or you are Japanese, then it's cheaper because they don't give you a guide, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, if you're English, you're gonna need a guide because you won't know where you're going and yeah. you need to be able to talk to someone. So, yeah, yeah, fifty quid an hour, basically. But if you've got the money, it's well worth checking out because it, yeah, it feel looks, like it'd be it such a fun cool. day out. Yeah, it looked like yeah. we saw a bunch of tourists do it in other cities and it looked like they were having a good time. Mm. So, yeah. It'd be pretty funny if you went with a huge group and you all dressed up in, as Mario characters and got oh, pictures yeah. and just driving <laughs> around so in go karts. Cool. It'd be a pretty cool uh, album, photo album. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Another kind yeah. of like attraction thing I'd noted down as well is. I didn't know this when we were there, but there's a VR ninja dojo. Yeah. Oh, that's new. That's why. I don't think that yeah, was there when we were recently. there. So it's like you can learn ninja skills in real life and in VR, which sounds so cool. Yeah, that did look sick. I, I was looking at that before. 
Yeah, I, um, I, I remember Googling that, but again, I didn't have enough details, so I didn't write it down enough. Yeah, well, it's brand Do new, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, there's also, though, there are some VR zones in the arcades that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. So if you're into VR in general, they've actually got like big VR gaming zones. There's one game in Akihabara where um, it's a zombie survival shooter, and you can go in as a group. It's just a, a massive, empty room. <laughs> you go in with your headset on and a gun, like four of you go into the room together and then you just play a zombie survival shooter together in VR. It looks insane. I really so want cool. to have a go. If you've seen videos of Japan Arcade, you've probably seen something like it. It's literally just a huge dark room with like kind of like obstacles, but they're meant to simulate the buildings in the game. Yeah. Or the, I mean, it all makes sense when you put the headset on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just a bunch of people just walking around. This It looks mad from an outside perspective because you just see like four people walking around with a headset going, ah, <laughs> with like this weird controller. But I imagine, I haven't tried one, but I would love to do something like that. I think it would yeah. be sick. Um, you have to book it in advance. So if you are going, plan to go twice. And then on your first trip, book yourself in the VR thing so that you can mm. do it next time you go. Mm. Yeah. Because it looks sick, and there's not there's a ton. It's not just the zombie survival one as well. If you're not into like motion no, and stuff, but that, I mean, like, that one's I the big one. Yeah, it's the bit. It's the huge one. There's another one as well. I think we've talked about in a previous episode, which is probably in a bunch of locations. It's like a horror one where you sit down with a headset on and you're meant to just sort of sit there, with your hands on the table, while I guess this demon girl <clears throat> just tries to scare you out. No, there's a there's a bunch of different themed ones, but I'd love to try a bunch. To be honest, I'd love to try the mm. zombie one. That'd be amazing. Oh yeah, with a group of mates as well. That'd be cool. Mm. It'd be funny. Stand yeah, people I think scream. You don't have to do it on your own either. I mean, you don't have to with do it in a group. You can mm. do it on your own. Um, but I, it would <laughs> obviously be better with people. Mm. And I think you can also do it with randoms if you want to group up, but you're on your own. You can do it with other people. Yeah. I, if you are a tourist, that might be a bit of an F because it might just be socialized. Yeah, just scream Yamada and shoot. <laughs> Not Yamada. <laughs> Not instead socializing like killing zombies together. Yeah, true. Become the best of friends after that. <laughs> uh, that pretty much covers my list of things to do in a nutshell. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of food and drink, but does anyone else have anything? They want to add before we get on to that? No. Uh, I guess my other ones fall into food and drink. The only other thing I'll mention is if you are into Pokemon Go, Akihabara is a huge hotspot for mm. Pogo. Mm. Lots of raid spots and it's very, very busy. I remember I did a few raids there and um, like it was always packed. When you actually get up to the point where the raid is, the street is just lined with people mm. playing Pokemon. Mm. So. There was a bunch there when we were walking through, wasn't there? We just saw people standing oh, yeah. on the edge of like streets and stuff playing it. Yeah, a lot of sponsored buildings and businesses have their stops. Oh, yeah, so many. On there. So it's worth, if you're a Pogo fan, going there as well. I mean, that, that kind of covers most of Japan, but I think there's yeah. some areas specifically gotcha. where it's just like, like a sea of blue stuff, stops, yeah. which is like a Pogo's dream. Uh, okay, I'll lead us into the food and drink section. I'll start off with a sort of generic broad spectrum of made cafes. Now, we've talked about these in previous episodes, but this is like one of the prime spots for them. There's a bunch of different oh, themed yeah. ones, um, specifically the one we went to that we've talked about in a previous episode at home. 
Shout out to At Home. They're watching. Um, sick little establishment. Again, not going to cover it too much because we've already done that. But not that not little Yeah, there's there's like four floors to it, so it's like yeah. it's it's not little. I keep saying little, and things aren't. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a bunch. So I think it wasn't. I don't know if it's still. It wasn't there a, a made dream one there. May Dreamin', yeah, the two big ones are at home and May Dreamin'. May Dreamin' yeah. is the biggest one, and there is like a million of them in Akihabara. They are all over the place. As you're walking up and down the strip, they'll be maids stood outside trying to mm. finagle yeah. you inside. Mm. And they're probably from May Dreamin'. May Dreamin' is literally everywhere. Mm. It's got a banging theme song as well. <laughs> that well I also, to, to clarify, if you, if you, oh god, you've got to now. You've nope. said it. You've sung it a bunch nope. over there, and it's on the nope. vlogs. Come on. Odds on. Go and check out end. our vlogs. Go and check out our vlogs. Yeah, wanna... actually, yeah. Go on, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry for Spotify fans, thing, so. but uh, the links are in the description. Song might also, be on yeah, Spotify. I want to <laughs> clarify: when you do get to Akihabara uh, and you get off the train, you'll you will probably see a lot of maids that are just going to work. So, you know, if you're a tourist, as James said, going to get gifts for someone, and you get off and you see a bunch of maids, don't be confused there's a bunch of maid cafes totally there and they're going to work mm-hmm. uh yeah so maid cafes uh there's another one quite close to akihabara station uh there's not a maid cafe it's a gundam cafe mm-hmm. wait looks... hang on while we before we move off the maid cafes then food and drink in there typically um small it's like mediocre yeah it's like snack food more than anything. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. most May cafes, if you plan on going, it will either be an entry fee that you get charged or um, a minimum order fee. So, like, you have to order at least one thing every so often. It might be like every half an hour, every hour. Isn't... If you don't order, you have to get out. Isn't there a time charge in some places as well? However long you're there for? Yeah, well, that's the minimum order thing. It's like you oh, have to okay. order a drink every half an hour. So like, if you've been half an hour without ordering anything, it's either buy mm-hmm. something or get out. So yeah, but that's just because they, they want to keep people moving. It's very busy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of places in Japan are like that. They're all yeah, if you're not, if you're not all buying, then you ain't staying. But they're all very popular. So yeah, if you're not giving them business, they kind of want you out, mm. which is fair, I guess. Yeah, it's valid. Yep. Uh, Go on to that. Yeah. Gundam Cafe because. Yeah, it looks sick. It's it's Gundam th- Gundam themed, and it's obviously food and drink. I think again, it is kind of like the cafe style. So I don't think the food and drink is. It was kind of like the Square Enix cafe, but Gundam. Yep. Um. So if you're expecting a full-on meal there, it's not really the place for that. Mm. But if you're interested in and like Gundam, it's cool. It's whole, it's, it's yeah, like all futuristic saw, themed. <clears throat> it is literally just down the road from Akihabara Station as well. And then you come out and you go right and just walk down. It's literally you can still see the train on top of it as well. So it is literally that like it's not that far away from where you where you exit. Mm. It's cool. basically themed food and drink. Um themed interior as well. Yeah. Looks cool. And also, uh if you just want the food and drink, you don't plan on staying, they have a takeout bar around the side. So you can just order uh-huh. like a street level bar essentially. You just order your food there and take it away. If you want to do it that way, although um, I don't know why you'd want to, it's like well, going inside well, would be a whole. Here's why you might not want to. Go on. If you are a Gundam fan, and you're strapped for time in Akihabara, 
there is a better Gundam place in Odaiba. Um, it's called Tokyo Gundam Front. We will discuss it when we do the Odaiba podcast. Um, but I'm just letting you know now if you are a, a Gundam fan, stay tuned for that podcast because I will mention that there. Yeah. Yeah. Although if you've got time, definitely check out both. This looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, again, not sure on prices. Um, but I expect I it to like be anywhere, kind like of like, yeah, cafe. I expect it to be kind of the same as what most of the themed cafes like. So, yep. uh, in terms of the food, probably a bit overpriced, but the experience itself, it's probably about right. Yeah, because you're paying for like the... Yeah, the... you're kind of, you're not really paying yeah, for the I food, feel like you're kind of paying yeah, for the yeah. experience. The food. the food in these places are always overpriced for what you actually get, but... You kind of go in with the experience, not the. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like a cool, quirky sort of little thing. So yeah, if you're a fan of it, you're going to enjoy it. You're not really there yeah. for the, a good meal. So yeah, if you are, you can just go. There is many other food and drink places that will mm-hmm. give you like a full-on meal yeah. around there anyway. So it's not yeah, like you, you have to go there for food and drink. There's a lot of like just generic food places, like yeah. your ramen bars. There's a, and... there's a yeah, there's ramen bars, there's cocos, there's there's a whole bunch. There's, um, there's a whole bunch. I can't remember the name of it now, but there's an American burger place. It's like a, a famous chain in America, but I forgot the name of it. Um, was it? But, oh, was it? Am I, this might be just a normal like convenience. Or was it Lawson's? No, because mm. that that is Japanese. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's not Five Guys, but it's like a Five Guys. It's one of them big chains in America. Ah, uh, yeah. that's it's on, it's on that main street of Bakayama, but I can't remember the name of it. But if, you know, if you're missing home and you just want a nice mm. cheeseburger, that's there also. I believe, yeah, but as again, yeah, I believe there is. Uh, granted, we didn't see any on that main strip, but I think there is just the normal, like, American brands like KFC and Mackey's and all that. Yeah, I mean, there's Mackey's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Like, you'll always get a Mackey's. <sighs> I miss And they're always, like the, they're always like the street bar ones, like James said before. So if you are strapped for time, you can just, you know, order it quickly and get off. Yeah. Although I Go believe they kind of look down on eating and drinking on the go. Yep. So maybe don't but, do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna condone it. I almost condoned it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, Be polite. Respect. Yeah, people's respect their traditions culture. and cultures. Mm. Don't be a Logan Paul. Anyway, another themed cafe for you now. Uh, Final Fantasy. I might pronounce this with an F here. Euros, yours, 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 yours. Final Fantasy themed cafe. It's cool. Uh, again, it's themed. Probably overpriced food and drink. Probably not a lot for the price. You know, of it, what, actually, but... it's it's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. Um, you only get. I want to say you only get an hour in there, regardless of how much you're ordering. Because it's super popular and super busy. I can imagine. But I got a I got the Titan Burger when I went, and it was bloody good burger. And they do, they do um Final Fantasy themed cocktails as well. Because it's a bar also, like you can drink there. And um, the it was like the one I got was a mana potion. They do mana potions and health potions, and it was just I don't even know what was in it, but it was some sort of blue alcoholic cocktail. And I got That's the cool. Titan Burger. It was friggin' awesome, to be honest. That's probably one of Did the you, best themed. Could you? Would I've you say to. you could feel your mana restoring after you had? Oh that? yeah, I'm a, I'm a magical little boy. Yeah, but did you like? Did you go in with depleted mana and then you got <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, feel absolutely. It? You know what? It took me forever to find it. 
This was the first year I ever went, and I didn't know yeah. at the time. Here's a quick tip for you. If you haven't got mobile internet in Japan, first of all, I recommend getting get it. it. Get it. But if you, <laughs> yeah. if you haven't got it, Google Maps works without any uh, mobile internet networking. It, GPS Although, is free in Japan. Don't you have to download the maps before, though? I don't uh, think it constantly updates. I think you have to download the maps offline first, online first, and then you can use it offline. No, no, mate, it works. Oh, the GPS, yeah, it has a live GPS, like moves with you and everything. Because that, how I found out about it was, I was trying to find the um, Final Fantasy uh, cafe. We were booked in. We had the time slot, and I I couldn't find it anywhere. And in the end, I opened my phone to like check, and my GPS was working. And I was like, "Are you shitting me? Have I been paying for data all this time?" And then I checked, and my data was off. And I was I was just like, it blew my mind. I was like, "How is my GPS working when I, my data is off?" And then I found out later that day, GPS is free in Japan. So even if you haven't got mobile internet, if you're lost, just get your Google Maps out. It works. Happy days. But yeah, Final Fantasy Thanks, Cafe Japan. is pretty sick. Uh, yeah, just full... sort of echo uh, quickly on what you said before. It is slightly in a different location to the rest of the themed um, cafes. It's like sort of more south towards the bridge, I believe. Yeah, and it's it's in another building and like upstairs. So, like I when I was looking for it, I passed the building a few times, but just didn't know that was it. It was in there. Like it was hard to find, to be honest. But it was sick. Um, it's got a bunch of PCs set up with um. I think it's Final Fantasy fourteen is that online one. Um, yeah. But it's in Japanese, so if you're not Japanese, you probably I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a hard time playing it. But it's there if you want to, and they've got all the weapons like on the walls like life-size props of all the weapons to take photos of and stuff like that it's sick yeah I saw uh, bow and arrow stuck like on the wall and um, a notable feature I wrote down which I said make sure to mention was if you get like a cocktail or a drink you get a little sword in it oh yeah do you know what oh my god I've got it somewhere I don't know where it is that's annoying I I prepared really badly for this one Um, but yeah uh, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, and the burgers as well. The burger, you know, like normally it's... you get um like a giant. Oh, um, oh, like yeah. the two together. Yeah, um, skewer. Skewer. Yeah, skewer. Yeah. yeah, it's just a sword in the burger. Nice. So cool. I don't know if you're allowed to keep them, but I did. I slipped mine into my bag. I wasn't sure because it's metal. Like I wasn't sure if they were gonna like wash it and reuse it but i was like we will not be held responsible for the actions of james (laughs) listen right listen i just want to clarify something we don't condone it but i'm not gonna say we i'm not gonna say we didn't do it i'm also not gonna say we did do it with some other places if a sword accidentally falls into your bag and you walk out that's no one's to be blamed you can't be blamed for that you knock it off the table with your elbow (laughs) you don't know it's there (laughs) nothing can be done if you accidentally grab the sword and put it in your bag how are you to know that's happened (laughs) if you accidentally take a prop off the wall you know you've had a mana potion and you're out of your mind (laughs) you don't know what you're doing (laughs) you're not to blame don't worry about it (laughs) we're not gonna say do it purposefully but if it just happens to you know (laughs) become true don't worry about it (laughs) again not gonna confirm or deny if we've done that but you know you're only there once or multiple times in my YOLO (laughs) (laughs) you're only there once except when you go several other times afterwards 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. If it happens to slip, it happens to slip. Anyway, swiftly moving on before we get sued for stealing. Arrested. Um, yeah. Uh, to sort of shadow, and that might be a, a pun, uh, Morgan's ninja VR experience before there is a ninja cafe. I believe it's called Shino Bazu Ninja Cafe, uh, which is pretty cool. It's like pretty much just ninja themed, but you can do like little activities while you're waiting for your food. Like they have uh, shuriken darts that you can throw shuriken at like a, a bullseye, and all, all the staff sort of get in on it. God. And you can have like That's a little so tournament cool. with them. It looks sick. It looks sick. The whole theme of it as well is just awesome, and then obviously the little activities just add on to it. Again, did he have probably IRL Fruit Ninja? <laughs> don't know. I would say no. Did she'll freeze at you and you I'll slice no. it. <laughs> I mean, if you I ask am... them, they probably. I mean, they'd probably be too nice to say no. Probably look at you a bit weirdly, but you know. Hey, chuck an apple at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see that line? Throw it. <laughs> I've not oh, heard of this place. You can uh, you can dress up. They let you dress up and take pictures with the staff as like. But most made cafes, they do that with the Ninja Cafe as well. Um, I don't know if it might be new, because I feel like we would have seen it from where it looked like on Google Maps. So I feel like it might be new, because it looks like it was on that like walk up to at home. So I don't know if it's new, mm. because I feel like we would have saw it. Yeah. I've been, I've been to a Ninja Cafe somewhere else, but it wasn't that one. It's cool. It is cool. You can get like the pictures with the with the staff. They're in full on ninja costumes, and obviously mm. you can dress up in. There's one. There's one I went to. version, but you know. In Akihabara, um, but it was a maid bar, but it was ninja themed. And I, when you said then it was a maid cafe, I thought that's what you were gonna mention, but it's, it doesn't sound like the same place to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it is. It's not like a. I mean, it's, it it looks like it's very inspired by maid cafes. For the fact that you can like take pictures and they have like a photo album of all the staff in ninja mm. costumes and stuff, and you can dress up and take pictures with them and do little activities like the shuriken darts. But I don't know if it is technically like classed as a maid cafe. No, I mean, assuming that you've looked at it, you'd know because the one yeah. I went to was all females. <laughs> I think it might have been all females, but I think that was just there was only two on the on the video that I saw. There's only two staff members and they were both females and I feel like they just try and push the females to be in all of their promo. I don't know. Maybe. Did it look big or small? The building itself. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't tell because it looked like there were separate areas. Like one area was just like a like a bench where you wait, I guess that's where you order your food from. And then there was like a little separate area where you do the shuriken darts and then there's a little separate area where you do the photo area. It kinda looked about the same size as the as the uh, at home. We but, um, if you are a ninja fan check out Ninja Akasaka which is another ninja restaurant in uh, Tokyo it's not in Akihabara but it's it's amazing if you're into your ninjas give it a goog give it a bit of a goog yeah um, just to clarify that that cafe I said was the Shinobazu I think I already said it but just make sure I get it in again uh, that's it for me, pretty much food and drink. Okay. Uh, yeah, obviously, I've, I said all the cocos um, and stuff. For the if you want actual food and drink, where it's not 
going to cost loads and you do get an okay amount but these are more experiences oh no I do have two more actually I do have two more Go on, then. similar Go. to what we experienced in our vlog link in the description sorry Spotify fans there is an owl cafe kind of similar well, to mention. the Shiba Inu mm -hmm. cafe and I believe there's a hedgehog one also there but there's it's just owls I don't know if there you can is. hold them if you, you can, can that's pretty cool Oh, nice! They you can get them to sit on your shoulder as well and take a photo. That's that's awesome. Apart, I think I might be wrong here, but I think it's the only, at least in Japan, it's the only owl cafe. I'm sure there's probably others in the world, but if you're in Japan, it's the only place you can go and sit down with an owl and Ooh, handle the on, owl. I, well, as hang well. on, didn't didn't that guy outside the Shibuya one in uh, Harajuku have one? But apparently, wasn't that, wasn't, there was that one guy who was being a right little knobhead try to take a photo with him wasn't there apparently yeah, this is the on. the only place you can handle the owls oh handle. so that one might okay. just be like you can go and sit yeah with them or something. that one might just be you can go and have, like sit inside and see them that's cool though so yeah it's I pretty imagine, famous i imagine it works the same as the shibuya cafe where you're probably on a time slot yeah it's um mm -hmm. two thousand yen for one hour which is 15 pounds it's not bad to be fair no, I'm not. I assume you got to pay for food, and drink on top of that, but yeah, uh. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd imagine so. It's probably two thousand well, to get in. Again, you're paying for the experience of being able to like yeah. hold an owl, basically. Mm. And just I'm to clarify, when we say it's probably the same as the Shibuya Cafe, it it comes with like a set of rules. Like you, you probably book in with a time mm. slot. You get there at the time slot. They take you to the side, go through all like the rules, what you can and can't do. Obviously, yeah. like make loud noises, try and pet the owls, probably things like that. And then, you know, get photos and then after your hour's gone, piss off. <laughs> well, that'd be sick. Yeah. Being able, like, I'm, oh, I'd love that. That'd be right profile so sweet. Uh, material there, just having an owl on my shoulder. Unless it poos on you. Yeah, that might be a bit of an F. <laughs> yeah, be prepared for that if you do go. Just yeah. I guess James might know a little bit more about that than I do after his experience in uh, Harajuku, mm. but you know. Look, sometimes a bird's got a poo. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes a sword slips in your bag. Sometimes a bird's got a poo. These things happen. You sometimes know, it, it just happens to land on you. <laughs> yep. You, know, you can't. Again, you can't control that. Um, and also, as Jake mentioned very briefly, there is also a hedgehog cafe, which is <laughs> the same deal, but with hedgehogs. But that's. I think that's in Harajuku. No, there's one in Lucky Harbor. Oh, is there? Oh, fair. Yep. Then yeah, check that out as well. If you're interested in hedgehogs, animals. Yep. If you like animals, get to them cafes. Mm -hmm. Go and eat. Not the animals. Don't eat the animals. No, don't eat the animals. <laughs> well, <laughs> shut on by bed. You can eat some animals, like cows and stuff. You can eat some animals, but don't eat their animals. Yeah. You can eat. Um... Not in Akihabara, but there is a, there is a, a sushi restaurant where you fish your oh, own fish yeah. and then eat well, it. Isn't there? Don't, don't they have like a I don't know if it would specifically be a lobster place, but don't they have a place where, where they serve seafood where you can pick your lobster? I know that's just a, a tank, common yeah. in a lot of places, yeah. especially in America, but... But there is, again, off the top of my head, I don't know the name of it, but there is a place in Tokyo where um, there's literally just, like, a big pool of fish, and you literally get, like, a fishing rod, you fish out a fish, and the one, the one you catch, that's your fish, what? and then the chef will cook it, and you eat it. I feel so sad. That I'm is slightly morbid. <laughs> that is slightly morbid. I mean, but you're eating a dead fish anyway if you just went and got fish. The only difference is you caught it, so like... 
Yeah, but I've I've then sentenced that fish to death. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're getting off topic now, but there's an <laughs> argument that your consumerism of buying fish sentenced all the fish to death. I mean, the there definitely death. is. There definitely is. But when you remove the middleman, it's like it feels a bit weird. I'd still do it, but, <laughs> but it's slightly morbid. Anyway, we'll swear that controversial topic and move swiftly on <laughs> to my last food place, which is the Grand Pirate Cafe. Now, again, you can probably Arr! tell it's pirate-themed. No, was that the call of Captain Morgan I just uh, yeah, so I believe I believe this is more of a bar than a cafe. But I believe they just call it a cafe. Um, Dude, I need to see because this might be the pirate. That, that's, I think it might be. That's why I'm saying I think it might be more of a bar than a cafe. What but was it I called? Just, I'll Google it while you're talking. Grand Pirate Cafe. Uh, but yeah, Arr. essentially, it's just another themed, like the ninja uh, cafe, like the ninja one, but it's just pirate themed. All the staff are in pirate uniforms. I think you get like the whole like tankards and stuff like that, and there's. You like, might be able to find know. a fish steak. Yeah, you might be able to order a fish steak. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even uh, think about that. Yeah, it's again. If you're interested in pirates, check it out. I don't know if there's any activities you can do there, like the shuriken darts for the ninja one, but I think you can pirates. get. I think I think you can get pretty big like. Tankards of ale. Yeah. Like a stein. I think it's like, like yeah. I think it's meant to be like pirate themed, so that's like they obviously give you a large amount of alcohol in like a big uh guess just tankard, yeah. I can't think of a better name for it. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's is it is it the same one? Can you confirm? I think I think it is it. There's very little photos of the inside of it, but I think it is it. I'm looking at like the drinks, and the drink is the same, like the the barrel that it comes in. Mm. Uh, yeah. If it is though, this this place is where I met white uh, white glasses, which will very nicely transition us onto us the, the legend of white glasses. You've waited what is it now? Nearly an hour for this story. Strap oh, in, ladies and how, gentlemen. How disappointed you're gonna be. <laughs> So, Get ready for this thrilling adventure. <clears throat> in Akihabara, of a night time, when, um, you know, it's, it's the stuff starting to die down, like the figure buying and stuff like that. <laughs> what there is, is, oh, you know what? I didn't put on the list, but we should mention the uh, the street cars and stuff. We'll get on to that after the story. Of a night in Akihabara, um, the, the maid cafes, they close, the maids go on, they've got lives. But the maid bars, they stay open. They stay open late, right? And you can go and you can drink. And a maid bar is the exact same concept as a maid cafe. It's just that it's open late and they serve alcohol. So you can imagine a mix of alcohol and maid cafe makes for interesting scenarios. Um, and there is a whole bunch of maid bars in Akihabara, like all different themes. The, the ninja one I mentioned before, the pirate one that Jake just mentioned there's tons there was the one that was like a karaoke one and like you could pick your favorite maid and um Sing you song. could pick a yeah you could pick a song and she would go and perform it for you and they did they danced in everything it's like it was can't a full-on you, performance can't you choose to sing it with them as well um 
I don't know. I, I think didn't there we is... see a guy do it though? Yeah. Didn't he go um, on stage and start singing with? with well, them? the one one of the ones I went to uh, with the unmentionable Cairns. He Oof. um, there was a competition. Like they played a game with everyone in there, and if you won, the prize was to go on stage and sing um with them. Oh boy. He came second. I was gutted. Oh. If he had won, ah, oh, what a moment that would have been. What scenes that would have been. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, yeah, it makes some mad stuff though, honestly, because you see like drunk Japanese guys going mental for these women, like on the floor, on their knees, like bowing, bowing to them and stuff. Mm. It's oh crazy. Um, but one of these places, which is the pirate place that Jake mentioned, um, was I don't know why it just it turned into one of like my favorite places to go and drink. We used to go there like every night. We'd get the train to Oshana Museum and walk down and just go in there for like a drink. Um. They all dressed as pirates in there, and there was one maid called Tifa who spoke English, which was part of the reason why I liked it. Was because there was someone to talk to. Like most of these maid bars, um, the maids only speak Japanese, and they're not. They're all like off like side alleys because it's not a maid cafe. It's not like one of the big popular ones. Um, so they're not used to tourists coming in, so they don't specifically hire staff that can speak English. So it's it's kind of harder to uh, like experience the full mm. ordeal because like no one can speak to you but in this one they had a maid called tifa um who could Shout speak to english tifa. you watched yep. this legend um and so we were in there and it was like a big um like one long seating area across like a bar so we was we went like sat on a table we were sat with other people they were all japanese guys going mental doing the whole mental I've had a drink and there's maids in here. It's an amazing thing. Um, you can like order food and then and pick a maid and she has to come and eat it with you. And honestly, we we spent like a good two hours in there just drinking, but watching like just people watching and like so many of the maids would have like a guy would come in buy a meal, eat it with the maid and then like leave and another guy will come in and pick the same maid and order a meal and she'd have to eat that with him. And there was like so many maids just eating multiple meals and I felt so sorry for them um but there was like three guys to my left and they were in there all night with us like we'd been drinking all night and the whole time i was talking like to tom about them just being like look at this guy like he's he's on like his second meal with this maid and all this right because they were japanese and as far as i knew they couldn't understand what we were saying (laughs) they couldn't understand the where what you were saying no At no point did they look at us or let on or speak to us. They were just talking Japanese, talking Japanese to the maids. Tifa was talking English to us. So as far as I knew, they couldn't understand us. Then there was one moment, like Tifa came over, she was talking to us. And I had a Sasuke phone case at the time, so which she noticed and we started talking about Naruto. And we were talking about something to do with Naruto and she couldn't understand what I was saying because her English wasn't like perfect enough she couldn't understand what I was saying and then this guy one of the guys to the left of me suddenly just turns and says something to her in Japanese and then she looks at me and she's like oh I understand now what you're saying and then I was like wait can this guy speak English <laughs> and she was like yes yeah he can speak English so then he looks at me and I'm like alright and he's like alright and then like <laughs> we had this little exchange it's like the most British reaction yeah. ever alright alright <laughs> of like and he was Japanese, by the way. And yeah. We had this little like exchange of like um, he was like, where, "Where are you guys from?" Blah blah blah. And then 
this whole time in my head I'm thinking Christ I've been talking he's about them all night everyone. and he's heard all of it yeah. and said nothing and uh, I was like so like <laughs> uh, your English is good like I'm surprised and he was like oh yeah I teach English um, as like in in I don't know if it was in America or somewhere but he was back in Japan um, for whatever reason like his teaching had finished but he taught English so that's why his English was so good and I was like so what's your name and he was like white glasses <laughs> I was like your name's white glasses and he's like yeah then they call me white glasses in here and then I realized for the rest of the night everyone was actually calling him white glasses like the maids and everything everyone called him white glasses and the mad thing about white glasses was he was wearing wait, wait, black wait, wait, wait. glasses <laughs> oh I was gonna say hold your breath for this moment yeah this is the big reveal right he was wearing black glasses and so this guy I'm like what's your name and he's like my name's white glasses by the way we've been here for like three hours drinking so imagine being three hours in drinking beer you meet this Japanese People guy watching. called white glasses and he's got black he glasses he speaks English yeah, and, and you've, he speaks been, and you've English. been slating his group the entire <laughs> night as well yeah not knowing and then, he can understand you this entire time he's here with his black glasses right which to me first of all I think it's it was cool anyway that his name was White Glasses it was like he was some sort of anime character like everyone knew him as White Glasses it's like a pirate name as well yeah and then um, so obviously naturally I'm like why do they call you White Glasses because he's wearing black glasses and he goes well that's because I always wear white glasses so now I'm even more perplexed because he's wearing (laughs) black glasses so so I'm like okay but you're wearing black glasses now what's that about and then he goes oh yeah I got in a fight this morning and somebody broke my white glasses <laughs> so these are my second glasses you think someone and... who's so renowned enough to be called white glasses would have a would spare have a supply, set of yeah. white glasses and um, <laughs> that's pretty much my story of the legend known as white glasses we did stay for a while longer and talk and he was pretty awesome and he told he, he gave us like a bunch of tips of like things to go and check out and do while we were in Japan it was cool to to find like a Japanese native that spoke perfect English and could actually like give us tips and recommendations and stuff um, and we went back the the year after to the same pirate place Tifa was still there White Glasses unfortunately was not there but I asked her I was like have you seen White Glasses recently and she knew exactly what I was talking about and she was like oh he was in yesterday and I was like, no, oh, I missed him. And um, but yeah, so if you ever go, what was it called? The Grand Pirate Cafe. Grand Pirate Cafe, yeah. Yeah, ask about, look for a guy in white glasses, or just ask about white glasses. Or black legend. glasses. And if you yeah. do, if you do, you know something. Slap it in the comments, and tell me. Yeah. We need to, we need to reconnect with this guy and hell, have him on the podcast. Yeah, you won't know who the hell we are. But tell him Fish Steak says, or the Wee Warriors say hi. Internet, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> find Wait, us this really, guy and get him on the podcast. Dude, I would love now, to find him again. Now, James said you're going to be so disappointed, but quite frankly, if you're disappointed by that story, <laughs> you're insane. Right? You're insane. How is that not an entertaining story? James has been slating off this guy's group for an entire three hours, not knowing he understands English. Which, by the way, he never mentioned once. Yeah. He was never like, yeah, so well, I've been listening to you this whole time. It's because he's too nice. <laughs> He's too nice to say anything. That's why they're all like they're all too nice to say something. In his head, he was like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in his head, he's like, first he slates my group. Now he's asking why I've got black glasses on. Can you not just leave it? How dare? Maybe it's a sensitive subject. 
Mad pot. Mad story. Shout out to White Glasses. What a guy. Yeah, shout out to White Glasses. Biggest of shout outs to White Glasses. <laughs> anyway, I think the last thing we can discuss, because we aren't reaching the end, or what we should make the end, is the streetcars you mentioned. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So. Because I forgot you about are, this as well. If you're into, um, like, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious stuff, you Cars. specifically Tokyo Drift, yeah. Um,. All that stuff is real and exists. And if you go to Akihabara late, like late at night, you'll see them. Every- That's like the place where they go to just like show off their car. So mm. like the later you are there, the more of them will show up, and you can just literally walk the streets and check them out. And they're freaking awesome. Like yeah, they're, they're like so proper cool souped up sports cars with like yeah. anime decals and like underglows yeah. and everything, and like. So many modifications to them that it just looks like, like as James had sorted out of like Fast and Furious and like Tokyo Drift and stuff like that. It's mad. We we saw one, but it was because we were there quite early, and it was a Hatsune Miku, Hatsune Miku themed car, uh, and I think it had like the black and blue theme. It had Hatsune Miku on the hood, and it had like a blue underglow, and I was like, oh, mad. If I, if we'd have been able to have stayed there a few more hours, I would have loved to have seen what. Sort of contraptions would have rolled up, but unfortunately we had to go. We yeah, on next time, time next time we go, I will make sure that we go late. We have a few drinks in the pirate place. We wait for white glasses to show up, and then we'll go and check out the cars. Oh, imagine that! Imagine that as a vlog. As we get a vlog, we get a picture with white glasses, and then we go and see the. Imagine it turns out white glasses owns one of the cars. <laughs> that would be. I. I mean, I personally, I haven't even met this guy. Personally. In my head, kind of, I didn't he, think he owns one. Yeah, well, I was gonna say that would make him even more impressive. I like, I don't even know this guy. I've never met him, but he, 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 he sounds he's car. like a, he's like a <laughs> god, and like having a, that type of car, a level above, level above god. Anyway, it's a black car that he has because he broke his white one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got in a fight and they he broke got his a white crash one. and he broke his black car. Just got out and went off. For fuck's sake! What a guy. <laughs> Oh mad, but yeah, that's. I think that will wrap us up nicely. I think we got a whole bunch of stuff in there, so we got yeah. a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, we don't know what city we're gonna do next. Uh, probably just whichever's closest to Akihabara that we think we can fill an hour <laughs> with. Um, so stay tuned next month for that episode. Uh, and with that, I think uh we should end. So do the usual, like, yeah. leave a comment, subscribe, uh, and click the bell for notifications. Or slap and the bell. Share the video with your friends. Slap the bell. Sure. And if you're on Spotify, <laughs> make sure to give the playlist a follow. Yeah, and um, a rate as well. We can. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you Whatever can platform you're listening on, either rate or subscribe if you're joining us on YouTube. And thank you for watching. Thank you. See you next time. Ciao, Annette. Bye.